you're listening to the Match Mary Mate Show, where we aim to be the number one relationship education podcast for Black women and couples in the country, as I teach you how to get your love lives together. Here, I guide you on your dating and relationship journey, empower you to honor yourself and your own truth, teach you how to navigate and negotiate your needs and desires with men. I'm your host, your girl, Joyce Robinson Myers, and welcome to another episode, Lovebugs. This is our first special episode of 2024. We are in the final stretch of season three experiences with one story remaining that airs this Friday, February 16th. But I just had to come in and give you all something lovely for Valentine's Day. Do you all remember Lori? She was featured on episode 19, Her Healing Journey, about two weeks ago. Well, she hands down had the most dreamiest date, and it's a story I'm sure most girlies would fawn over. So cozy on up and get ready for this sexy, romantic tale. On another note, Lori and I spent some time together at the Grand Canyon last month, and we learned that Arizona is also called the Sweetheart State because it became a state on Valentine's Day, no less. So shout out to all my Arizonians, including my best friend, Jess, who we also saw when we were in Arizona. I want to remind you that Valentine's Day is about love. Traditionally, though not historically, romantic love. But I know people like to celebrate whatever love is in their lives, and I'm here for it. But if you happen to be dating in a relationship or married, Valentine's Day is about the couple, not just the woman. While we may get the better end of the deal, ladies, and I am here for that, let's not leave the men out, okay? Let's show them some love and affection too. So fellas, dote on your girl and gift her with something beautiful and meaningful. And ladies, love on him too. And sex is not a gift though I'm sure your man will appreciate it just the same. Valentine's Day is a popular proposal day. So I'm sending best wishes to the ladies tonight whose man is getting down on one knee to pop the question. At Match Mary May, I wanna extend those wishes to Jolaine, our first fiance of 2024, who recently said yes a few weeks ago. Also, cuffing season is coming around the bend too. Now, some says it ends on Valentine's Day. I say it ends right around the time it starts to warm up. So usually after springtime has started. Speaking about cuffing season, now tomorrow is what they call side piece day. Ladies, do not let it be you. Don't let that man take you out on February 15th after he's already spent Valentine's Day with another woman. Child. Now, just because it's Valentine's Day, our affirmation will center our hearts with I love statements. 
So you're listening to special episode number seven, Her Hot Date. Let's begin with the power of affirmation. We start every episode with an affirmation as a way to center self, listen to the body, and honor our spirit. Ask yourself, how are you today? What moods, feelings, or emotions come up? Use that energy to speak life, wholeness, and healing over yourself using the power of your own voice. Speak it into existence with an I or I love. I love being a woman. I love romantic dating experiences. I love getting what I want. Let's begin today's story. I'm sharing a conversation that Lori and I had in real time a few months ago. It was recorded and she's agreed for me to play it here for Match Mary Made podcast listeners. Now you'll hear our recording, both Lori and I, but I'll also use a portion of the show to teach. For this particular episode, Lori takes the position of the lover girl archetype, giving you romantic and ooh, lovey-dovey vibes. Now, I'm going to take the position of the sage archetype and offer you practicality, strategy, and instruction. Together, between the both of us, though, you'll have your bases covered. Before we hear from her, allow me to tell you why I'm sharing this story and three main keys I'd like for you to gain as a listener. Number one, it's Valentine's Day. I thought it appropriate to showcase a fun date to celebrate. It's not romantic love, but it is romantic pleasure, and that's just as nice sometimes too. So if you're in the mood for some feminine pleasure, stay tuned. Number two, this date starts with some repair work as the man in question takes a shot at redeeming himself with Lori. I love a good redemption story, y'all, but we're also gonna make sure it looks the way that it's supposed to look. Now, while I'm not sharing the details on how they got there per se, I do explain how to position yourself when a man wants to get back in the game with you after he fumbled. Repair work comes with any relationship. So I like to teach my clients basic relationship skills, which includes bids and repair, even while dating. Number three, pre-game, pre-date energy. While I firmly believe that both parties, did you hear me ladies? Both parties should bring their interest and energy and effort in the between time, date to date. Sometimes, Women will act like this is only for the men to do. And it's a missed opportunity, in my opinion. Now, I understand wanting to make sure that the guy shows up in that space first or before you do. I get that. But when he does, give him a little interest and effort and attention back to I am earning my PhD studying the science of love and social connection to place myself in the best position to support my community. 
studies show, and I believe that with proper relationship education, we can produce smarter, safer, and happier romantic decisions that improves the quality of our relationships as we match, marry, and mate. Because why y'all? Black love matters, and we are in much need of some Black family restoration. Before we hear me and Lori's conversation, allow me to handle some housekeeping. First, I want you to know that I value hearts even more than I do dollars. I like to say that my brand is heart-centered and business-minded. In that heart-centered space, service is a core value of my brand, and one way that I honor that is to donate a few hours of my time each month to serve Black women and couples as they join the Match Mary Mate stage in Clubhouse to discuss their current needs or answer their burning questions. At this time, Lori is a Match Mary Mate course alum, so she knows how to navigate with men more smoothly and comfortably, and you'll hear that in our conversation today. She's also a current coaching client, and she's given me permission to share this conversation, including her name, voice, and the details she uses. Last but not least, legal disclaimer here, the purpose of my work is to assist Black women in making changes in their lives and love lives through supportive guidance and mentorship. I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, doctor, or other healthcare professional. None of my work is clinical. I am a dating and relationship educator and mentor, and my work is educational and relational. Allow me to introduce Lori. Well, we hadn't settled on a time for dinner, so I asked him uh, what time dinner was and kind of said it in a charming way. He kind of ignored that, so that kind of made me feel some type of way. Um, And then the next day, he said, I'm really excited to see you this evening. Um, And once again, I brought up, okay, what time? So he then changed the terms of the agreement a little bit. Um, I had originally asked for, I wanted to check off one of the um, fun girl summer experiences by having a unique dining experience. And I wanted it to be with him. And so I'd expressed that to him and he was down for it but he did do his own research and felt that it wasn't quite the spot for a first date. He wanted to get to know me a little bit more. The spot that I had picked was more of a show, more engaging with the show and not really between the two of us. So I respected that. And I asked him to give me essentially an alternative or what he had envisioned for a time where the two of us can get to know each other. And he picked another really nice restaurant that I've been to prior. And um, I had Joyce help me with that portion. So um, he picked a really nice restaurant um, and he told me 7 p.m. In my mind, I'm thinking, I've been to this restaurant. I know you can't just get a reservation right off the bat, but you know what? You said 7 p.m. I'm going to show up and I'm going to let you do your magic. Let's see what you got, sir. So he texts me at 6.50, um, lets me know that he's there and our table is ready and he's just waiting on me. Um, 
And so I get there and prior to getting there, um, I think about three hours prior, I'd sent him a text showing him the dress that I was excited to wear for our date with him, for my date with him. Um, and just kind of getting him in the energy and in the vibe of things. And when I walked up, this man was beaming, literally all teeth just smiling at me and it got me. Um, he came up, held my hand, um, in just a very gentle manner and led me to, so we followed the waitress that, or the hostess that was leading us to the table. Um, but he was leading me as well. And then allowed, gave me room to sit first. Um, it was kind of one of those where you kind of get into a bench type of scenario. So I sat first and then he came in next to me and this man is, oh, I'm trying to think of the word. I wasn't expecting him to act like I am your man and I'm going to give you a great experience. That was not what I was expecting at all. I was expecting kind of like a little distance and a little, let's get to know each other. This man said, nope. So he was right next to me and he had either my hand in his hand or his hand over my shoulder the whole time, just feeling very loved on. And I'm, I'm an affection. I'm, I'm a romantic. So that was just feeding into that. Um, and he told me, order whatever you want. Don't tell a girl that, but order whatever you want. Um, and so I got my drink and we got um, appetizers. And the man um, asked, do you mind if I feed you your first taste of your appetizer? When I tell you, I looked at <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I looked at him and I said, well, sir, I would be honored. <laughs> and he offered me um, the first bite. It was wonderful. And we had, we, it transitioned from a flirtatious to more of a, let's really get to know each other. Tell me about yourself. Tell me um, what your goals are. And I could hear from things that are important to me are faith. Um, right off the bat, that was something that he spoke about. He talked about being part of a men's group, which I hadn't asked him about faith. So that kind of, the fact that that naturally came up made me more comfortable with the fact that it's organic for him. Um, we talked about his family dynamics. We talked about mine. Um, we talked about what we enjoy doing and just had a great night all around. Um, then dessert time came around and it was, it's banana fosters. It's a warm toffee with vanilla on it and there's bananas. Um, and the ice cream had started melting, but he did ask to feed me the dessert as well. So as he's doing it, a little bit of the ice cream dripped on my breast and he asked if he could clean it up leaned in. So once again, looked over at him, kind of locked gazes for a little bit. I could tell it was more an essential way. And I was like, sure, go for it. And opened up toward him and very gentle kiss, licked it up, um, just gave me all the sensual vibes and all the, I, I don't mind PDA either. So it was just, it was feeding into that. Um, and we continued talking for a while, then left the restaurant. This is four hours later. 
it was it didn't feel like it it felt very natural very comfortable um as we were walking out he kept staring at me actually the whole time he kept looking at me and normally i'm not shy i'm good at keeping eye contact no big deal but this time the way the man was looking at me was like he could devour me um and it was in, in a nice way it just felt wanted it felt um that feminine sexual energy i enjoyed being in that sense um and as we were walking out he's holding my hand again and he keeps staring at me and i ask him what he's thinking and he chuckles and then gives me something else i don't even remember what he said but it wasn't i could tell it wasn't what he was thinking so i asked him again um i answered whatever it was and i asked him again what he was thinking and he just looked at me asked him is it something that will get you in trouble and he said it might and so i said okay keep that for now keep that for now and he chuckled and we walked on to the car he led me to the car gave me a hug and that was it he didn't kiss me and yeah, got in my car, no big deal, drove over closer to where his car was so that I could make sure he got in his car. Um, and he thought that I needed something. And so he walked back over. I was like, no, 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 I just wanted to make sure you were good as well. And that charmed him. I just saw his, his demeanor change. It kind of softened and he leaned over and he gave me a kiss then. And he said, have a good night and drive home safe. And so it was, the whole experience was just free. It was, it had the sexual energy I wanted. And Lori, what did he touch you back? You can have, you can order whatever you want. Checkmate. <laughs> I was like, Lori, when you go, get all of what you just sent me. Don't lowball nothing. nothing. Get the whole Branzino. Get the $30 cocktail. Get the $22 dessert. Get the appetizer. Get whatever it is that you want. Because that's how you walk out of an experience. Um, with a man where you're like, listen, I didn't necessarily appreciate this ball being dropped here, but I know how to lead with compassion. I know how to lead with kindness and femininity. And so I'm going to hear him, but it still needs to be convincing. He was convincing, charmingly so, but still convincing. And I really did like, like, I don't remember everything that he said, but he definitely sold us on why he wanted it to be more of a one-to-one -one experience and the performative experience she originally asked for. And I'm like, he better bring it. There is responsibility and there is romance. And if you want romance to have some thriving chance, it has to be built on a foundation called responsibility. Otherwise, you just walk into things and it's all feels and heights and da 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 I, I do not trust Lori to give a foundation of responsibility because she, she's a level girl. So I did it for her so that she could just enjoy like the romantic experience. But I don't want anybody to be fooled that the quality of that type of romantic experience does not happen without some responsibility and practical things being previously ironed out. And so he asked why I gave him that chance. And I told him, look, I understand you told me that life happened. Life be lifing sometimes. I get it. Um, and truthfully, you hadn't wronged me. And you were here asking for 
another chance. So it was worth giving you another chance um, if you truly wanted to make it up to me and make this work. And he lived up to it. So he was really impressed by that response. Of course he was. I, <laughs> I, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> so he loved that. Um, and then even then, I was telling my bonus mom, pretty much my best friend's mom, about the date. And she has said that she's noticed a change in me and my openness and my receptiveness toward men. Because um, she's known me for a while. And she's like, girl, normally you're closed off. You're, you'd have been like, I ain't got no time for that. Ain't nobody got time for this. He can go hang somewhere. Um, and truly, that's what my previous, prior to coaching with you, um, that would have been my response. Like, I'm no, why am I giving you time of day? But you've helped me change my perspective. And I just wanted to give you flowers there. Um, mm -hmm. Because I have grown, I do see the sense of maturity, I do see the ability to see men as men as just humans, and giving them that opportunity to express themselves, be themselves and enjoy my company with them. Even the guy that I met on the cruise, which I'm not going to go into that, even with that, the fact that I was open to him was a different, different from what I normally would have done. Mm -hmm. So good experience all around. I love that you got the blessing of an Ozer woman telling you, okay, girl, I see you. Love bugs. I hope you liked Lori's hot date. Let's take a small break and I'll be back to close the show with my commentary so I can play some tools in your hands too. See you soon. Allow me to share my perspective as a dating and relationship professional here. Let's call Lori's date Mr. Banana. The connection between these two first occurred on a dating app. And I know what you're thinking, which dating app, Joyce? But I'm not going to tell you because no free promo. They made their connections. They had some simple back and forth. And then Mr. Banana fell off. He fumbled on my dear Lori. Straight up radio silence. How dare he? So weeks later, he reached back out to her. And then she had tapped me in for guidance and counsel on how to respond to him and later how to navigate their renewed connection. Now, let me tell y'all, one of my favorite male-female dynamics is where a man is genuinely remorseful or sincerely apologetic and that is met with the woman who can see him as an imperfect human but also stands in her power particularly with what she wants for the makeup now does every act of remorse or apology need this full-on makeup no, of course not. Sometimes an apology is just an apology. You have to receive that and let it go in the name of upward mobility for the relationship or you all's connection. But in this case, it needed to happen. And so I step in to intercede for Lori with her consent, of course, 
to ensure that she got what she wanted. And in this case, I mean, full on repair before moving forward with Mr. Banana. And the thing, when someone is asking to repair things with you, they're at your mercy to an extent. You know, we're not gonna take advantage of that, but they know, hey, I'm in the doghouse and I am giving you the opportunity to say what you need to make it right. Because only the person who has been slighted can tell you what they need for complete restoration. So she agreed to reconnect with him. She also decided on a specific kind of date that she wanted as her makeup and he agreed to it. So I was a little bit beside myself when he countered with another experience that wasn't part of Lori's request or what he originally agreed to in order to make this up for her. Now, honestly, I don't have a problem with that in and of itself, but my spidey senses flared up. I wondered if he had genuinely done the research he boasted of and if he was truly looking to engage with Lori or was he just throwing this thing off? So I needed to determine this quickly because I wasn't gonna have Lori show up if he wasn't committed, heavy on the commitment to making this up in the way that she requested. Okay, you're in the doghouse. You realize you have dropped the ball. You return to her to say, it's my bad, life got crazy. I dropped the ball, what can I do to make it up? This woman tells you, and then you agree to it. Then come back and say, well, after considering it more, I think we should do this as the makeup. Now you don't get to determine or dictate what someone else needs for makeup. That is where he was losing me. So my spidey senses start flaring again, but I was willing to hear the man out. Now, while we can be available to follow a man's lead, and I was open, we do not have to move blindly, especially when we have little history or a little trust or both with the man in question. And in this circumstance, it was both. So when Lori reached out saying he wanted to change the experience for the date, we needed to understand why. Y'all know me, I am the queen of why. Why are we doing what we are doing? Or why should we do what you are proposing? So three questions came up for me. Number one, why is he interested in changing the dating experience? Number two, what value does he see in it? And number three, how is he still going to provide Lori with the same level of experience that he agreed to? You don't get to back out of what you agreed to. So even if Lori, as the woman, decides to do the other experience, the one that she really didn't want to do, how are you still gonna give her the same quality of experience that you agreed to that she would have? Because it wasn't the experience in and of itself that was part of the makeup for her. It was the quality of experience that she wanted. So the answer to those questions are important. 
And they're important because Lori is due two things. Number one, she's due a date based on Mr. Banana's own word. And if you tell a woman you're going to do something, then do it. Number two, she's due the experience she wanted because Mr. Banana asked what he could do to make it up to her. And he approved her request. So again, Lori has his word. But even more, when you know you've dropped the ball, just do what it takes to fix it if repair is truly in your heart. Originally, Lori did not want to give him the time of day. <laughs> she saw the radio silence as offensive and had already branded him as a certain kind of man. I believe everything that she thought could have been true, okay? I am not defending and taking up for men who I don't know and who haven't even proven themselves with the women who I do know. But I was also working with her to not assume or jump to conclusions with men, but instead give him an opportunity to show you. And this is a skill that women really have to work on. And I think I know why it's there, why women want to just automatically assume, easily jump to conclusions. Lots of times it's a historic reason in their own past with how men have inappropriately handled them or mistreated them. I get that, ladies. You will never hear me defend bad behavior, historically or otherwise. However, you can't miss opportunities for men who would be good to you, jumping to conclusions or assuming that any given man would always be bad to you. No one can get in if that's how you position yourself, right? So this entire thing that we're working through is a repositioning. Now, of course, you get to decide if a man deserves a second chance with you or not. But I explained to Lori that it simply just seemed like he became distracted with life. And at least up until that point, he had not wronged her and he never has either. I also asked her to check in with her own intuition. No matter how much I'd like a client to trust me to lead them in the right direction, if your intuition, so not your fear, trauma, triggers or nerves, but if your intuition is telling you no about a man, that should always take authority in your own life. Not me, not anybody really. And so I have to position myself with my clients where I teach them how to move me out of the way. And as I move myself out of the way so that they can hear their own heart, hear their own intuition and learn to trust and follow that. I am great at what I do. I am amazing, but I am not you. And you need to learn to listen to you because you won't always have my voice. And even if you did, my voice is not your best guide. Your intuition is your best guide. My voice is a support to your intuition. So I had Lori check in with herself. Once she confirmed, that her original dismissive state was not an intuitive warning, but more like a prejudgment. I asked her to trust me and attempt to hear him out. And I just want to say, when you have therapists, you have mothers, I'm pretty sure you have sister circles, coaches, and whomever, they are support 
those voices should not override your own intuition and your own way. You add them into the fabric, put it in there because you don't need to be led by your own self always and all the time because you're not perfect and you have blind spots too, but you have to mix who you trust, the voices of those who you trust and your own and heavy on who you trust. Because some of you all are listening to voices that you don't trust, don't have access to, don't really know. And that's a whole other matter. I also included that after she heard him out and if it still agreed with her spirit to ask for what she wanted as part of the makeup plan. Ask for what you want. Again, if a man knows he dropped the ball and he's coming to you saying, I am genuinely sorry, what can I do? This is not the time to go, oh, be accommodating and agreeable and be all extra polite. And I mean polite in the sense of not really owning your voice, not really owning your power. So I wanted this for Lori for a host of reasons, but mainly because I knew it was an ideal space for her to practice her newly learned relationship skills and gain experience with redemption and repair. So y'all, this is the point of dating. And sometimes, yes, I will say, hear a man out or take this date just for you gaining experience, for you being able to practice new skills or get more comfortable, more smooth in a particular area with a man. So that as you move date to date and man to man, you are refining yourself for the man. Now, Lori's in a perfect spot here because she had nothing to lose while being able to gain gains, right? What does she lose to hear him out? Hear him out. If your intuition is saying, absolutely not, don't do anything else. If your intuition isn't giving you some warning or some odd off feeling, continue the process. There's nothing to lose out on there. In fact, just gains. You either get better at reading your intuition and dodging a bullet if it's a no, or everything checks out and you can enter into a space where you and this man can begin to communicate, negotiate, and have agreements. And in that, get at least something that you want, if not all of what you want. I started this episode telling you that Lori would represent the lover girl archetype while I operate in my sage with the practicalities and responsibilities. So speaking of lover girl and sage archetypes, if you're interested in learning more about these two, as well as other feminine archetypes, I have a digital course with your name on it, and you can find the details in the show notes. Now, I know Lori's date sounded dreamy, but that did not happen magically deliciously. Conversations, negotiations, and agreements need to happen to have a fun, pleasurable experience in a safe way where you have some security on where things are going. And yes, you can have those things as early as a first date if you know what you're doing and you have an open, willing date in the guy. In this case, 
Lori knew what she was doing, even if it was only through me. And Mr. Banana was open and willing, so it worked. From the revisited conversation until the first date, there was some time in between, and I used it to Lori's advantage to teach her new dating and relationship skills. Because of that, I worked with Lori on her lead up before they actually met in person for their date. And I wanna walk you through three things. So number one, conversations. I guided her on certain text messages to send or reply to and intentional conversations to have as pre-game energy before the date. A nice mix of flirting, affirming, challenging, and just allowing a man to experience the kind of woman you are usually does the trick. The purpose of the pre-game, pre-date energy is to build anticipation, set expectations, and enjoy discovery. In segment one, Lori mentioned a picture that I had her send to him. Yes, because that's part of your pre-game, pre-date mood too. And all that to say, she didn't just land on a dreamy date. It was cultivated and that effort needed to happen for both parties. Number two, negotiations. There's a certain level of communication and negotiation upfront that needs to happen. Now, I use this space to learn the answers to the questions that I raised to you all earlier. There were a few details that required just a little back and forth, but for the most part, he consented to giving Lori the kind of experience she wanted and offered believable responses that gave her a sense of security and adventure in what she wanted. So both of us felt good about her proceeding. And then last but not least, number three, agreements. Ladies, when a man agrees to handle something for you, or to give you a certain kind of experience, make sure you get it. You can practice empathy and understanding while you hold him to his word. The best of women can do both at the same time. If you need help here, simply book a one-on-one -on -one call with me at matchmarymate.com and I got you. You can also access links in the show notes. Now you are not alone. I had to reposition Lori for this part too. It's so easy to allow a guy to change the original plans and say nothing about it or blow up just because you're disappointed or facing your triggers. For Lori, it was more about being too silent than blowing up. There can be appropriate times for silence, absolutely, but this just wasn't one of those times. So I wanted her to have everything she wanted because of the nature of repair with this date. People sometimes truly underestimate how much full repair heals dating or relationship frictions and wounds. So when someone postures themselves to truly make something up to you, especially when they understand how much needs to be made right before expecting the person to move on with them, you get what you want. Now you don't take advantage of that posturing but you do get what you want. Again, the best of women can do this. There's a balance here, but more than that, 
there's a feminine wisdom and she knows to maintain her womanliness and ladylikeness while not becoming a man's fool. Now I have to give Mr. Banana his props in this regard for what he said he would do and how he described what his makeup plan would look like for her, he came through. He was ready on time and they met at the agreed upon location. He wined and dined her and anything she wanted over dinner and throughout their date, he gave it to her. Again, this was nothing more outside of what he'd already promised or agreed to in their communication and negotiations. Now, between me and you, I love positioning women to have their desires met with men. And I knew I had positioned Lori where he'd likely say, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> Did y'all hear T.I.? <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. So my job was done. Happy Valentine's Day, love bugs. And that's it. And that's all. If you're interested in my research interests, my coaching work, or want me to speak about either at your next event, you can reach me at hello at matchmarymate.com. Did you all enjoy Lori's date? Did she have you a little hot and bothered? Lord, that was a date for the history books, honey. Next, we have our final story of episode three, where a Match Mary Mate client discusses her divorce story. If you wanna share some topics you'd like to hear on the show, please use the comments feature on this episode or shoot me an email at podcast at matchmarymate.com. Today, I leave you with a quote about love from the bell hooks. True love does have the power to redeem, but only if we are ready for redemption. Thank you for joining me today and tuning into another episode of the Match Mary Mate Show. Until our next time together, love, light, and relationship. Remember, we grow as we go, and I'll be with you in the next episode. Cheers. This was a hot seat coaching session with Joyce, a single round between her and a match marry meet guest or client seeking selfhood, womanhood, dating and relationship support. If you have a question or issue you'd like to explore with Joyce, send her an email and she may just call you for the show. Send your email to podcast at matchmarrymate.com.